There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Sarah. Yes, good morning. Hi, good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Excellent. Doing all right. I got some headlines here. If you can pick the ring, the real one, you're going to go to the Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus and got a gift card for you to go to Kroger and stock up on everything you need for Sweetest Day. Sound good? Yep. All right. So which one's real? Is it A? A guy tries to hide by putting up a sign that says he's not hiding there. Is it B? Man with not drunk sticker on his car gets pulled over for DUI. Or C, woman wearing t-shirt that says, I'm not pregnant, I'm fat, wins pie eating contest. I'm going to go with C. Nope, not today. Oh, man. <laughs> it's actually, it's A. Oh, man. He's oh, not wow. hiding there. Wow. Yeah, last Saturday, police in Florida were looking for a 41-year-old man named Johnny Yates to arrest him for aggravated battery. They got a tip that he was at a residence, so they headed over there and actually saw a whiteboard which had a message written in marker that said Johnny Yates does not, in caps, <laughs> live here. <laughs> and That's as convincing as that is, right? the police didn't leave. Huh. A person was seen leaving the home and the cops approached them and Asked them if they knew where Johnny was, and they said, oh, yeah, he's right inside. He's in there with some other people. <laughs> so the police from outside yelled for Johnny to come out. He did not. So they tried smoking him out before oh, finally bringing in the canines. Smoking him out. Uh, the dog sniffed Johnny out. He was found hiding in a modified chest of drawers, whatever that is. Johnny was arrested along with the four other people at the house, who would not have been arrested had they cooperated with authorities, but but they didn't. You're I mean, going to jail too. I can I can understand his thinking. I mean, we've all known people who, yeah, like this poor guy. He has a phone number that's very close to my vet's phone number, and I can't tell you how many times I have misdialed it. Oh, oh yeah, and he's picked up, and I'm like, ah, oh, so you know, he he picks up. I'm not the vet. Oh. I'm not, you know. So you can see how. Yeah, that may be, you know, if you live somewhere where someone else used to live, that used to be trouble. Yes, you could see where you would put up a sign or put something in in your mailbox or something somewhere that says, you know, 
<laughs> the person you're looking for no longer resides here. Yeah, so there's a guy in Texas who has the same name as I do. Uh-huh. So every time I am selling a house, you know, every time I'm I'm approaching closing. Uh-huh. He gets calls. <laughs> well, there's always there's always like a flag. There's always an issue with uh you know, escrow or whatever it is, like, you know, Tim, you're in real estate. So, like, why would this hang me up? Like, there's a guy in Texas who is wanted for lack of child support. And he's got warrants out for assault oh. and battery, <laughs> aggravated ra- robbery or whatnot. And so this always holds up the deal until they can verify that I'm not him. You're not that guy. Before we are able to execute the purchase or the sale of the house. It's probably Mm -hmm. in underwriting with the bank and the title companies clearing everything. And they're double checking that you are who you say you are and all of that stuff. Yeah. That's probably what it is. We do run into that quite often. It's not just you. Wow. Yeah. And it usually involves like having to go to Hamilton County or Ohio or BCI or whatnot to get approve. Mm-hmm. Right. Every time. Checks and balances. Yeah. So mm. anyway, I put my my new place under like my full name instead of just the abbreviation because that's what like the abbreviation was the common name. Right. You know, like and first name, middle initial, and last name. Because there's a million of them. So it just takes one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the guy who's on the no-fly list yeah. that you share a name with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every time any Jeff Thomas goes to buy a house, they got to go through this same crap, you think? Yeah. Like, it, you know, Jeff A. Thomas. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So I that sucks. I did like the entire full, every single name, legal name on there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So come closing when I'm signing a million papers. You got to write out your full name. I had to write. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. And so whenever I get the tax bill, it's just funny. It's got all those names on it. But it saved me from having to go through that experience. But that's what my driver's license says. That's what my passport says. Sure. So everything matches up. Oh, speaking of which, uh, so I was at at the bank. And the bank manager, you know, he's looking at my ID. We're doing some stuff. And he goes, hey, you know, your driver's license expires next month. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to do that. And he goes, "Uh, you know, you can do it online. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I did it online. It took me 10 minutes. You're kidding. Well, how does that work? Like, they don't take another picture? He's like, no, they just use the same picture, provided, you know, there's no major change in your appearance, yeah. which there isn't. So, yeah, uh, yeah went online. Ohio BMV website literally took me 10 minutes. I got on the mail, like, less than wow. a week later. And I think you can pay for, like, five or eight years if you really... Yeah, I did eight. I think yeah. I got four on mine. I did eight because it was the same thing when I went. I was like, I hate coming here for renewal. Yeah. And so it's like $50 or something. Oh, my God. That was the easiest thing ever. Yeah, mine is up in 2029. Yeah, same. <laughs> they were like, I said, how long can I keep it? I like the picture. Let's, you know, let's go. Yeah. And if you've already got like the, the star, like the verified yeah. star on yeah. there, then you're, you're good. good. Uh, if the you federal. don't have that, when then I. does that start? I think May of, is it May of next year? Yeah, they keep extending it. So, you know, one of those things. Do you I have still a, haven't you have a passport, though? Time. I do, but I have no idea where okay, where it great. is. I Never put mind. it somewhere <laughs> so I would remember. And now and you And the don't place know. I thought I put it, it is not. Do you have a safe? Is it in the safe, maybe? 
No. Oh, well, never mind. It's it's honestly, it's a lot easier. It's in the utility drawer in the kitchen yeah. or someplace. She'll find yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's how my mind works. Yeah, but it's a lot easier now to get your federal ID than it used to be because you used to have to take in all this crazy paperwork and what stuff. What do you have to take now? Well, I think now you just have to know your social security number and they can pull it up that way. Before you had to take in your social security card or your there was all kinds tax of form or a bunch of crap or your passport if you can find it. Yeah, no, right. that's not true because your no. passport does not have your social security number on it. Oh, right, right. Because right. I took my passport thinking, oh, I've already been federally checked. They'll and just it wasn't check enough. me off, and it was not enough. Yeah. So then I was like, screw oh. it, I'm not coming back here. But I think now you this just is have the to kind know of stuff your... that just overstimulates me yes, and overwhelms me. Correct and I just am like, why did they have to make it so hard? They don't anymore. It's easier now. All right. Just do it. You. Sign yourself up. Okay. But it's those moments where I'm entering a foreign country or I'm coming back into this country and I sail right through, no fuss, no muss, that I'm like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. yeah. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's funny, when I set my alarm, I set it for 415, 425, <laughs> and 435. Yeah, I have a similar... <laughs> I have 413, now, 422, 430. Yeah, I don't know why. So random. That's funny. Now, I, I could just set it for one time and hit the snooze button, but for right. some reason, I put three different entries in there. Yeah. Do you, let me ask you this. So I do 345 and 415, but I will snooze in between the two alarms. No, and that's that's the insanity of what I do is I put these three alarms in and I always get up on the first one. Yeah. Oh, really? But it's, you know, in the event that I had a rough night or mm -hmm. that I'm just not feeling great, then I do have these backups. And in case it's I have a bad day or I miss the first one or something, right. or maybe Kristen will hear it. Yeah. I just, it's a sense of security for me. But, you know, I hit it three times instead of two the other morning. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. really? That was bad. That's my 415 alarm. That's the old bleep. You're oh, going to be late for boy. work alarm. Yeah. Well, we've heard so many people out there, so many sleep experts and studies that say it's not good for you to hit the snooze button. Uh, you're depriving yourself of sleep that you could have gotten if you just slept in later. And, mm. uh, you're not really getting quality sleep to begin with. Uh, but this latest study found that hitting snooze might not actually be a bad thing. Researchers at Stockholm University in Sweden 
couldn't find a ton of actual proof that hitting snooze is bad for us. So that this is why they did their own study. They brought in more than 30 regular snoozers to a sleep lab for two nights. Uh, one morning, they got to hit snooze three times for a total of 30 minutes. Wow. On the other, they did not hit snooze, but still got that extra half hour of sleep. So which one was better? They found there was really no difference. Even when people hit snooze three times, they still were able to get an extra 24 minutes of sleep. And surprisingly to me, it was still considered a good sleep. Waking up for those few minutes evidently didn't matter, according to the scientists. It didn't seem to affect their mood. It didn't seem to affect how tired they felt. And it didn't affect cortisol levels either. Wow. That's the hormone that helps wake us up. Mm Mm-hmm. They also had each person take a test right after they woke up. And some of them actually did better on it after hitting snooze. So does this mean we should all do it? Probably not. Everyone in the study was a regular snoozer. And they think some of us might just be more predisposed to it. Yeah. Especially young adults and night owls. They also polled 1,700 people to find out why we hit snooze. That's what I was curious about. Like, when did I start snoozing and at what point did it become like my sleep habit? Was it be- was it like when you became a mother? Or like, I don't think so because I worked here with you guys before I was a mom and I would still snooze then. Yeah, you were partying out late. Yeah. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know why I started doing it. <laughs> 25% said the main reason is usually they're just too tired to get up. Yeah, maybe yeah. that is why. It's like for me, it's happening. good intentions. You know, I have these good intentions of things I'm going to do other than just, you know, go to the bathroom, take a shower, brush my teeth, feed the animals and leave. Yeah. You know, there's other things I'm going to get done. But then when the alarm goes off, I'm like, I don't want to do the those brain things. and the body. I want to going, stay right where I am for nine more minutes instead. Uh, reason number two, 17 percent said it just feels good to hit snooze. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third reason, and one that I could probably relate to more, is you just prefer to wake up more gradually. You know, um, like I'm one of those yeah. people, like when I wake up, I kind of like to just, you know, kind of open my eyes, kind of look around the room, take in the scene, think about, all right, what is today? What do I have going on today? Sort of acclimate myself to what I'm facing, get myself uh-huh. in the frame of mind, kind of uh-huh. psych myself up if I need to be. Uh, and then other people are just worried that they won't wake up to the alarm, so they set it earlier than necessary. Mm-hmm. I listen to the news, and I sort of fade into awakeness. Yeah. And then the alarm goes off 15 minutes later. Mm. Is the news an aggressive way to wake up, though? No, it, 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 it tells me whether I need to get my ass up early. Oh. <laughs> Is there a tornado? Did Is we go to war? Is it a usual day? Okay, I'm staying in here 20 more minutes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not me. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hear anything about the news until I get to work. But I shut the alarm off, and then I lay there with no extra alarm. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's brave. Yeah, it is brave, because I would go back to bed and just not show up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up after the break... Uh, I was looking over this other study, uh, if you want to call it that, on the way you butter toast and how it says a lot about your personality. And I think this might actually be dead on. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.